0: Check it out on Amazon and of course have a great day. Good morning everyone. How are you doing today? It is Thursday, October 28th. It has to be Thursday, because I am speaking to you at 7 a.m. and not our normal time of 7.30. The reason we have this one exception on Thursday, if you don't know, is one of our eight multimillionaires that we speak to each week needs to talk at 7.30 versus everyone else can make eight or nine. So We just do our daily financial news show at 7 instead of 7.30 on most Thursdays. So if you like getting your financial news in little chunks, do me a favor. Hit subscribe, notifications, comments, thumbs up, all of that great stuff. It would greatly help the channel. And again, I've been doing these daily shows for more than two years. And by daily, yes, we also mean Saturday and Sunday. A couple quick things as we get going this week. I just wanna say that uh, this has been a very slow week. Uh, Normally, if you look at uh, Sunday when I report my positive impact score, this community of one rental at a time is doing between eight and 16 deals. And uh, as of this week, uh, we've only done two so far. So hopefully we're gonna close strong. I love sending these out, easy grader. For those of you asking about Happy and Sunny, my two precious shih tzu puppies. It is early for them. They are asleep right over there. Uh, I'm not going to wake them up because I don't want to deal with that. So uh, we will show them normal mornings, but uh, not not on Thursday. Uh, So thank you for that. I do appreciate asking. Uh, They are a true joy. Uh, When we talk about the daily financial news, uh, it is Thursday. So let's talk about what we've been talking about every Thursday for seemingly two years, and that is jobless claims. Weekly jobless claims continuing the downward trend. Uh, The new uh, the new low of the period is two hundred eighty one thousand. That is lower than expectation of two eighty nine, and yet lower than last week at two ninety one. So, generally speaking, the jobs market is continuing to heal. Uh, It will be interesting to see what kind of job creation we have at in early november uh the first friday in november so that will be very interesting we did get us gdp for q3 and uh it was disappointing right expectations were for a pretty weak number of 2.8 percent uh we came in significantly under that gdp growth it was positive came in at two percent but here's the deal remember our conversation about q2 i believe q2 gdp was like four percent but inflation was six right was that truly a positive number there were questions about hey is gdp uh inflation adjusted it is not it is a nominal number so inflation above gdp is it truly growth and i bring that up because again q3 is going to look really weak when you inflation adjust it again q3 gdp came in at two percent uh, inflation or what the fed calls pce personal consumption expenditures was 5.3 two percent five point three Uh, not good. Not good. Uh, some other stuff that we found. Uh, let's see, where do we want to go? Oh, we, we, uh, it looks like not only uh, do we have supply chain issues and rising fuel costs. I posted a picture on my Instagram page. I filled up my tank, $5.20 a gallon. Yes, folks, I am in California, so I have that sunshine tax, but damn, $5.20 to fill up for one gallon of gas. Crazy. Looks like we need to pray for a warm winter. For those of you on the East Coast or Midwest where you have heating oil uh, to keep your house warm. uh, we need to pray for a warm winter because uh, heating costs are already up 30% and future contracts point to even higher prices. Barrels of oil are $85 and going higher. Uh, It could be a very expensive winter. Higher heating costs, higher food costs, higher gasoline, higher, 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 higher. This is going to impact a lot of people. Inflation is a tax. It just is. And unfortunately, it is not a tax that is fair, right? It taxes everyone. And unfortunately, the folks with the least amount of means get hit hurt the most. There are already people having to make choices at the grocery store. Instead of buying beef, they buy chicken. Instead of buying name brand cereal, they buy store brand. It is going to get worse. right? This inflation is not transitory. I've been telling you that for quite a while. Uh, and I think it will go um, on much, much longer than people think. In, in fact, Blackstone. Blackstone is uh, uh, kind of looking at Europe. Uh, Europe, uh, specifically UK, if you don't know, has had a terrible time with uh, gas shortages and the like. Blackstone is warning uh, the US or Americans that uh, it's not crazy to think about that uh, if we have a particularly hard or nasty winter, that that could come home to roost as our supply of uh, just all things oil, including heating, natural gas, all of that is not where it used to be and uh, will lead to significant inflation. Uh, this, is, this could really, again, hurt, quote unquote, the poor. Um, it is very clear, I think, that rates are going to go higher. The question is how high and how fast. I get that question all the time. So let me just tell you, I have no idea. Uh, I can tell you that I think rates will be higher at the end of December than today they'll be higher at the end of the following December than this December. I think we've seen the 40-year low. Then the question becomes, how high can they go? I've done some research. And again, we talked about the, with the lumberjack on Tuesday. The interesting thing about interest rates in the 70s doubling, they went from 8 to 16. That sounds crazy. But if we, if we bring that back here and we go from 3 to to six we might be able to see what could happen and i bring this up because again a viewer of this channel sent the data to me i brought up the um the data i probably will bring it up again today with jonathan Twamley, our 730 guest here is the deal interest rates on the 30 year doubled what happened well prices never went negative but they did slow down What really happened, folks? Transactions. Transactions were cut in half. When you look at my 50-year spreadsheet, which again, I give away to all of you. It's in my free course. It's in the paid course. It's there. Look at it. Absorb it. It is very interesting to see that prices did not go negative when interest rates doubled. How many people in the news media are saying, watch out for interest rates. It's going to crush housing. Will it really? Or will the rich, the K-shaped economy, will they still buy and we will just see transactions fall? Interesting thing to think about. Uh, So a couple of other things. uh, Again, talking about the 1970s, and I certainly will bring this up with Jonathan Twomley today, uh, and that is there's talk about we can't be in the 70s because we don't have an oil embargo. We don't have an oil issue. right? We don't have OPEC doing what they did. Here's the deal. I think people are being too literal when they look at the 70s to today. They want to see a commodity shock. And what I would tell you is you're looking for the wrong. You're being too literal. Did you know? I'm going to suspect 80% of you did not know this. You probably all know there was an oil embargo and the Saudi Arabia and the like were playing games. You remember the old gas lines? You've probably seen pictures. It only lasted four months. A four-month oil embargo caused a decade of inflation. Interesting. Now I ask you, instead of looking for oil or lumber or some commodity to be that spark, what if I told you we've already had it? And it's not really a commodity per se, but you can sort of look at it as one, and that is labor. We are essentially having a multi-year labor adjustment, and as I have said repeatedly, This is going to be years in the making. This is not a four-month oil embargo. This is going to be a multi-year union, first-time employment. Uh, It's just going to work up the stack. Yeah, Wages, employment, employees, they have the power. They are the constraint. They have very little switching costs. They can go from taco bell to mcdonald's or hilton to marriott or whatever you know delta to united whatever the the change is employees got the power it is going to take years to work out and this is why i'm confident that inflation is going to be 2020 a couple of earnings to talk about today yum brands kfc taco bell pizza hut kfc taco bell good pizza hut bad uh, still collectively beat earnings Ford beat top and bottom, raised guidance. Ford interestingly said, you know what? We're starting to get some chips. Could be good for all manufacturers. Twilio beat top and bottom, but gave weak guidance. Uh, They were down 10% last time I checked. eBay beat top and bottom, but again gave weak guidance. They were down as well. Caterpillar, that's an interesting one. Caterpillar is interesting because about a quarter of their business comes from China. So I haven't looked at the details yet. I will try to do that this afternoon. They missed top line, so think revenue. They beat bottom line, think earnings. But they did say there's elevated demand. I'm not sure where that's coming from. It can't come from China, right? I mean, geez, what's going on? Property development there? I wonder where it's coming from. So we're going to have to figure that out. Looks like... uh, So MetLife did a survey that I found was interesting. It highlighted that two-thirds of the women who have left the workforce because of health concerns, child concerns, whatever it is, two-thirds of the women are looking forward to coming back. So that could be a nice boomerang uh, for the employment picture. Probably into next year. I mean, if you're sitting here now and it's almost November, just my opinion, you probably take the holidays off. Again, who knows, but that's what I'm thinking. So maybe we have a nice employment boost uh, after New Year's. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Interestingly enough, of those two-thirds that are looking to come back, 56% are seriously considering changing careers. I think that's one thing that's happened across the board. A lot of people are asking themselves, do I really want to do this or that the rest of my life? It's a reasonable conversation. And then lastly, I want audience participation. Get ready. I want to hear from you on this question. It's a three-part question. You're going to pick one of the three things. And again, leave comments below. Richard Bernstein, billionaire, big investor, blah, blah, blah. He says, there are three things that are in a dangerous bubble. I wanna know from you which one you think is in the most danger of popping, exploding, crashing, whatever that word is. Richard Bernstein says, Bitcoin, housing, and some parts of tech. So I wanna hear from you. Which one do you think personally is in the biggest bubble? Actually, you know what? There's only three, let's rank them. Biggest bubble to least concern. Bitcoin? Housing? I don't know. I'm going to guess it's uh, high multiple tech stocks. What do you think? And if you don't think any is a bubble, no problem. Let's just have some fun. Let's get the comments going. Let's see what all of you think. Again, leave comments below and we will ask that. And then the closing thought. It now looks like we have some calculations on uh, what percent of workers will quit over these vaccine mandates. This is important because, as Southwest Airlines showed us so clearly, just three weeks ago, I think, that when a very, when a relatively small percentage of your employment base decides they don't want to play ball, which is their right, uh, they can really snarl traffic. Uh, so, if we had this happen in shipping or trucking or uh, airlines or anything it really could weak havoc. They are saying that at least 5% of our workforce will quit over the vaccine mandate if their employers force it. That is an exact example of what is going on in today's economy. The employees have all the power. If we were in a high unemployment, risky environment, it probably wouldn't be that high. But yes, folks, 5% of the folks Uh, we'll quit. And I wouldn't be shocked if it's higher than that. It could be as high as 10 or 15%. Those numbers in a very constrained rubber band tight economy could really cause some uh, unexpected consequences that could be particularly nasty. So again, that's where we were at. Again, I think the big number of the day is GDP for Q2 is 2% where inflation is 5.3. Not getting better anytime soon. Have a wonderful day, folks. we got so much going on today. I got Jonathan Twomley. I got an 8.30 guest. I have an economist from from Idaho. We're going to talk about Boise real estate at 9. And of course, your favorite, Three Amigos at 12.30. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Again, remember, what's the biggest bubble? Bitcoin, housing, um, high leverage, high multiple tech stocks. Have a great day. Bye.